Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's poppin' people? It is Wednesday, January 8th, 2014. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazin' Rye. And I'd like to welcome to Blazin' Rye backstage to Sade to my fat er in wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan Weeks, how are you? Good, how are you, man? Hey, 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 And together, only wanna be with you. I think we have a record career. In the works. Uh, I think we do. I think we already have with that share hit. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that that share remix came up on the first episode of Blazing Rye Radio the other night? It came up. (laughs) I would expect it to be. You know, it's amazing. Does Sean like it? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll get to that in just a bit. I need to. I'm going to play you his reaction. Although the audio on it might sound like shit. Um, so, John Weeks, you know, it's it's always a bit awkward when I figure when I try to figure out which uh, which weekend to ask you about. Do I ask you about last weekend or do I ask you about next weekend because it's it's the middle of the week? So um, maybe we'll do both. You know, how was your weekend last weekend? What'd you do? Last weekend was pretty productive. I actually didn't work and uh, hung out with a couple friends. Uh, we uh, had lunch, had a couple beers. And then I went to the library instead of work to uh, do some research on a paper I'm writing with my my buddy. Uh, we're writing it on a national security topic, and uh, yeah, it's a real snooze fest. But uh, it's for a competition, so um, that's what I did this week. That last weekend. Uh, so you went to the library after throwing back a couple. Did you remember any of the research that you? Yeah, well, that's the uh, that's the only way to to go to the library. I mean, I had a friend <laughs> uh, who would take a Dasani bottle full of vodka, and that's how he would study. You know, I'd I'd often find well, him in the, a puddle of his own drool on the desk, but uh, <laughs> it, it can be effective for some. Well, what was the best drool you said was Cher's drool? Uh, <laughs> No, I thought I, uh, I thought it was a Catherine Zeta Jones, and then you said, "Oh, this is like ages or something." I don't know what you said. Yeah, what I said didn't make any sense though, because she's uh, young and her husband's the one who's like ninety. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Michael Douglas is drool. No good. <laughs> so that uh, uh, that well, okay. So that sounds like a, quite a productive weekend. Any plans for this weekend coming? 
Uh, no plans as, as of yet. I came into some vacation time, so I'm going to actually probably this weekend I want to plan a vacation. Uh, maybe outside the country. I don't know. Have you been outside of the country before? No, once. Just once. Uh, Montreal. I went at the, uh, the very beginning of the Iraq War. And, uh, you know, being in Montreal at that time, where the French were uh, French Canadians were protesting the war, it was kind of uh, kind of hectic, to say the least. <laughs> what were you doing there? Uh, I went on a spring break. Uh, it was college. You know, some of my hometown friends and I went, drove up there, and... Uh, we were in, like, the American hotel, so they were like, you know, be quiet, you Americans, you guys are loud, and um, the French were protesting, the French Canadians were protesting in the streets, and the Americans were yelling at them, they were yelling back, people were throwing beer bottles at each other, there was a fight in a nice. nightclub that I went to between Americans and uh, French Canadians at the time, and, oh, gosh, it was pretty ridiculous. Wow, so were they blaming, like, all of America for, for the war? Yeah, they were like, oh, you Americans, all you do is fight, and uh, you love violence, you love going to war, you know, and uh, end the war, it's all about peace, and uh, they wanted to kill us. <laughs> That's the irony of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you until you don't believe in fucking violence, asshole. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, yeah, you know, we were both, well, Americans were kind of exciting, too. We were like... We had badasses, and you know, we were drinking beers and going after the women. So I guess that's how it goes. <laughs> were you going after some French Canadian ladies then? No, me not myself. No, but my fr- two friends did. My friend uh, slept on the streets that night. He got so plastered. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with him, and he came back with a hole in his pants. And uh, <laughs> well, where was the hole? <laughs> Well, you know, uh, where do you think it would be? Uh, right in the, oh. in the ass. In the ass. <laughs> did, he, did he wake up writhing in pain? He may have. I said, he didn't talk too much about it. He came back and we looked at him and we saw the hole in his pants and we just couldn't stop laughing. And, uh, and, uh, it, it was this quite the same friend who Is this the same friend with the Shamalians? Uh, no, no. This is... Uh, this is uh, a different friend. He's, uh, you know, kind of a on and off friend. And, uh, you know, a friend I really, uh, I was really close with in high school, but, you know, now is married and everything like that. Oh, like Danny Stefano. Very similar. Very similar. <laughs> that, and, uh-huh. you know, went, went to UConn and did all that kind of stuff. Yep. Oh, Joe Gorski. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Oh, my God. You have a memory on you, girl. <laughs> um, is this one of those Sean Weeks things where you, you just you just agree with what I'm saying to make me feel no, better, or no, what, yeah, is it actually no. him? It was absolutely him. I swear to God, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so we would be uh, as as boring as the weather usually is. We would be remiss if we didn't mention that we're in the midst of a polar vortex right now. Uh, John Weeks, how how cold has it been in Vermont this week? Uh, it's been so cold, my car has decided to uh, break down slowly. Like, parts of it are falling off. It's so cold. I don't, even have to, I don't even have to turn the car on and drive. Parts are falling off. It's just giving up. It just doesn't want to be outside in the cold. I don't blame it, but I have no place to put it. It's so, it's ridiculously cold. I, 
I actually want to stay and work and not go outside and escape for like an hour during my lunch. It's so cold. That's how pathetically cold it is. I had the exact same thought while I was running an errand on lunch yesterday, and I was thinking, like, I cannot wait to get back in the office. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? I have never said that ever before. <laughs> you were sucked into the uh, polar vortex. I don't even know what that even means, but it sounds awesome. Wasn't the vortex that Nerf football that yeah, had the thing that on the, the end uh, of it? The Nerf football that would glide and... It would go so fast. It was, like, really dangerous. I would throw it at my brother and it would, like, hit him in the eye and give him black eye once. <laughs> <laughs> what parts are falling off of your car, your Pontiac vibe? Well, my, um, the mud flap for the, uh, near the wheel is falling off. Uh, the apparently the heat, the, the, the mud flap. It's like, a you know, the, the flap right in front of the, the tire, uh, that protects, mm-hmm. like, the wheel bearings and whatnot. That's falling off. Well, it, it already fell off. And then the heat shield, which is supposed to protect the muffler underneath the car, for some reason fell off because I think it, it scraped against some ice. And that's important because uh, the entire engine almost. So, well, you know. What has the Not temperature good. gotten down to? Uh, here I saw at negative 17. And that's without the wind factor or with? That's without. What? So oh, what is it with oh. the wind? That's without the wind. Uh, my my thermometer broke. It broke. Uh, <laughs> not because it was so cold, but because it rubbed against some ice and it destroyed the thermometer in my car, so I can't take temperature anymore. It rubbed against the mice? <laughs> no, the the uh, some ice. Oh, I, I, I broke. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was just it was just bad. It's so bad. It's like I, it, whenever I go out in the cold like that, it feels like I have no pants. It's like I might as well not even go to work with pants on anymore. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think that would suit. Uh, uh, I don't think that would. Uh, 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 what's uh, I don't think I, I, don't, I don't. He's one of these kind of men. Let's move on. I have two fortune cookies in front of me. One is uh, in my hand, and the other one is table. Which one is yours? Which one is mine? Yours. It's in your hand. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see what this shit in my says hand, this week. In my hand. I forgot what song that was. <laughs> well, that? Are, you, are, you, are you singing my hands or are you singing that fuel song, Emridge? It might be Emridge. Wait, are you singing that in my, are you singing zombie? Uh, no, that's in my head, right? In my head, in my head. This is called this. In my hands, in my hands. I forgot who it is. It's like puddle of mud or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's always puddle of mud with you. <laughs> Same thing like the what the what this, the Bodines were. Weren't they puddle of mud too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, the one in my hand. This is mine. Says you may love the small ones, but win the big ones. Oh, I really Ooh. thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. It, is it? It looks like it's like incorrect. Like it looks like it's. It wasn't meant to. You you may love really, the small ones, but win the big ones. What the hell does that even mean? Uh, you you take a lot of pleasure in, in your small battles, but the the war is what you have to win. You know that's what they used to talk about in Power Rangers, right? 
Uh, Lord <laughs> said at the end of every Power Rangers episode, whenever the Power Rangers would beat his animal or monster at the end, Lord Zed would always say, you may have won the battle, but you haven't won the war. And that was the end of it. <laughs> All right, and this is your fortune. Let's open this up. Uh, woo. <laughs> this says, uh, a, <laughs> a new wardrobe brings great joy and change to your life. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. That's a tough one. Well, I guess I got to buy some more LL Bean shirts. I don't know. <laughs> Is that what you're wearing up there, the LL Bean? <laughs> that's all I do. It's all about the LL Cool J Beans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? It says a new wardrobe brings, what does it say, brings uh, great joy and change to your life. What's going to happen? I don't know. Maybe it means girlfriend, I don't, I, or maybe promotion, or maybe I won't smell as bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, John Weiss, did you know that uh, Alex Trebek uh, rapped on Jeopardy last night? No, he didn't. Did he really? Uh-huh. And, and Sean Broyles the other night, or this was two nights ago, Sean... Because what what happened was I was on the the by the way Blazing Rye Radio on Monday night accidentally turned into an episode of Blazing Rye backstage and so it was you were very missed uh, because Sean Broyles was the last guest and he and I just wound up talking about nonsense for like an hour and ten minutes you know <laughs> after the show had kind of ended. <laughs> those those are the best shows though. That's the best. <laughs> part of the show. That's like when everything goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. John Weeks Mania. Um, so during that, I was checking Twitter and um, Alex Trebek was trending. So I told Sean, I, I just want to click on this, this to make sure he's not dead. And Sean said, please, please do. You may break news right here on Blazing Rye Radio. But this, this was, uh, it said Alex Trebek was rapping and this is what happened. So here you go. Listen to this. Break okay. yourself. Okay. Mary, that first round was not a good one for you, but that's okay. A lot of cash available in Double Jeopardy, and here are the categories. Books and authors. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for 800. Don't push me, because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head, wrapped this pioneering grandmaster. Eric. Grandmaster Flash. Correct. <laughs> Mary, back to you. Uh, it's a wrap, 400. I made the change from a common thief to up close and personal with Robin Leach, wrapped this notorious guy. Mary. Who is Notorious B.I.G.? Yes. It's a wrap 1,200. Another plane, another train, another bottle in the brain. The Beastie Boys wrapped in no sleep till here. Eric. What is Brooklyn? Brooklyn, correct. You have three clues left up there, Mary. It's a wrap 1,600. In nothing but a G-thang, this doctor wrapped never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. Mary. Who's Dr. Dre? Yes. It's a wrap 2000. Public enemy. You go ooh and ah when I jump in my car. People treat me like this Hall of Fame L.A. Lakers center. Mary. Who's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yes, and I don't know why that's making you laugh so much. But you've done well in double jeopardy, and the lead is yours as we get set for final jeopardy in this category. Broadway actresses. Clue when we come back. 
I love it. Uh, uh, kudos to Alex Rebeck, you know, that was pretty good. I, I really think he he uh he really liked the uh, what is it, the the last group. I forgot he was going ooh and ah uh public enemy. <laughs> and then he said when you jump in my car He's <laughs> <laughs> actually not too bad and um I'm ashamed I didn't know the last one. I knew all the other uh, answers but the, but the last one. I don't know how you weren't. I was listening to your laughter, and I don't know how you weren't cracking up when he said, ain't nothing but a G-fang. I thought that was hilarious. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I think, I you know, you he you has a nice... Enemy, well, yeah, and, and he, he, he has a nice flow, Trebek. He does. It's smooth and nice, and it's like to the music. Maybe he should remake a rap song, like uh, ain't nothing but a G-fang. I think it's going to happen now that, like, this has gone viral. I, I bet you that someone's going to release a song like, uh, I don't know, like um, that big fat fuck, Rick, Rick Ross. Maybe he'll release a song and, uh, and put uh, Alex Trebek on, on the chorus. That would be amazing. I would love to hear him sing. I think he would be in a, a better singer than rapper. <laughs> Probably. Uh, all right, and uh, this is what happened. This is Sean Broyles, a uh, comedian friend from Los Angeles, whom I met on Blaze and Rye Radio. Uh, this is what happened when, when he... See, the reason that Cher came up the other night, John Weeks, is because we were talking about who we follow on Twitter, and he said, like, that he just follows the most insane people, and, like, that's, you know, those are the only really important people people follow, like Cher. And Cher was the first person he mentioned. Then he goes and demand a fine for five minutes. Um, so, so this now, as I said, the audio quality may be shite because uh, the download wasn't working well. But let's see if we can, you know, get enough of it. I apologize to anyone's ears if they're injured by this. But here we go. Uh, Sean's share reaction. Uh, so I'll play uh, the end of our remix into his reaction. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Like a marble or two in that top drawer, because there's every time they hit, the head hits and they roll around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. How do you think of that? That's that's brilliant. Yeah, I wouldn't know, of course. Um. <laughs> oh my god. Hello. Yeah. Dude, can you hear me? Dude, yes, I can. Um, dude, if I, I, I wish you had been rolling video on that because you would have had 20 million hits. Right? If, if you had video of that, that whole thing, that is, that is remarkable. I wish there was a video. I wish you guys had filmed that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my! He is legitimately in awe of that song. Like you, 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 I can sense it. I mean, it's not even live. Uh, uh, for what I'm, you know, what do you say? It, it's, he's a, he's amazed. He's at 20 million views. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that for about 10 seconds after the song, he was completely unconscious. <laughs> And 
And that's either that he was so disturbed or that he was so amazed. <laughs> I think I think he was amazed. I, you know, based on his reaction, that seemed really genuine. You know, that's I think he really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got to figure out a way to film this. None of us are well. Fogarty and I are near each other, but he's. He's kind of being a party pooper recently. You know that I tried to go over to Fogarty's on Saturday after after a movie, and and he and his wife were about to go to bed. What? Oh, yeah, and it was God, like nine forty. He's getting way too serious. Even on the the joke, sometimes he gets too serious. He's not. We got to get him jolly again. You know, we got to put the dolly back into Fogarty. Put, oh, the, I thought you said the dolly, and I was thinking of a doll. I was thinking that Christie's dog dolly going back up into Fogarty. <laughs> but you know what? He, um, oh, I realized, and, you know, with all the audio troubles I've had, uh, I don't think that, that I was able to get this clip, but I'll have it for you next time. But okay. we were talking about last week how Fogarty's last, he doesn't laugh like I remember him laughing with that wheeze. But there was one joke last week, weeks, that you told mm-hmm. with the Carly Rae Jepsen that he actually wheezed on your, upon your delivery. You made him wheeze again. <laughs> because of my, my uh, rendition of Carly Rae Jepsen was so terrible. <laughs> Call me baby. <laughs> now, I thought it was pretty good. Not as good as well, your you Lincoln Park into Psy, though. <laughs> I I mean that laugh when he wheezes sounds like he's about to fall off a, a chair or something. I don't, it could be dangerous. That might be why he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> he he does it. It does not sound healthy. We should say. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, hey, I do we, miss do it. You, I miss it a lot. Do you like uh, Do you like buying razors? No, I hate buying razors. It's so expensive and a pain in the ass to go to the store to buy a razor nowadays. And they're all the damn same. <laughs> what do you mean they're all the damn same? Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, they're all sharp. And, you know, you got you to pay like $4,000 to get, you know, <laughs> new ones. And uh, it's just ridiculous. You know, it's, it's sometimes the... Um, Replacements cost more than just buying a regular razor. Actually, I did that one time. I didn't buy the uh, replacements, new cartridges, and I just bought a brand new razor. Oh, I do that all the time because I can never remember if I still have the last razor. Yeah, and I have no idea what razor I bought. You know, the the Mac. Yeah, the and I don't want to be like Vortex. <laughs> I don't want to be, uh, and I don't want to be confusing my razors with my roommates or like do what you did with Jesus's razor in Atlanta. <laughs> listen, listen, I honestly, you know, this is how dumb I am, I guess, or how unclean I am. Uh, I, I didn't know that was not part of etiquette. I thought guys just share razors. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you got that, like, we both got those cheap-ass razors at the um, airport, and uh, we got to the hotel, and you, uh, uh, you admitted you used Jesus's razor because the ones we got I, were shit. I did. I totally used it, and I think I even cut myself. That's even what? Oh no! Wait, but you didn't tell him though, right? 
on the floor, in the net, it's all balls all day for Sansa. Sansa and Sansa <laughs> Shay. Sansa Shay? I believe it's something, some sense high. Um, but, uh, hey, we were talking about Jesus' bachelor party with those uh, razors. You know that um, the other day at work, our courier was uh, offering up some calendars, and uh, he was like, Taking them out, he said, you got these calendars, you got this one of the birds, you got scenery, and then another bird one. And I just at that point accepted my fate and said, I'll take the bird one. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, you like birds? And I was like, no, I actually really had a horrible ex- – I said, oh, it'll remind me of my friend's bachelor party. He said, oh, good. I said, no, it was horrible. But I like to be reminded. And then he said, of horrible things, and I was like, of, uh, that I survived it. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> That's right. That was the worst trip of all time. That was the worst event of my life. The, the, the bird washing was treacherous, dangerous, and horrendous all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, bird. There's a, you know, there's that movie with Steve Martin and, uh, Owen Wilson and uh, some other guy about bird. They're all birders. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, no. Yeah, and I like, it was on HBO Go, so I started watching it, and I never finished it, and I'm wondering if the reason was because it was too traumatic. (laughs) What does this say about America, where bird watching is becoming one of the greatest and largest hobbies of all time? It's so popular. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's bad. It's so bad. All we do is get our, get off on watching birds. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of getting off, also head to BlazingRyeRadio.com and click on Blazing Rye's backstage portion of the website where you'll have the opportunity to click on banners for AdamandEve.com. And from there, you get some amazing deals we'll talk about a little later. But since we already mentioned getting off, I figured I'd throw it in now. Smooth, very smooth. Did you say splooge, very splooge? No, no, smooth, very smooth. So the People's Choice Awards are tonight. Who are your choices for people? Oh, God, I don't even know who's up, who's nominated. Um, uh, no, I just mean in general. Oh, best people of all time? I mean, are these like celebrities or like real life people? They don't people? even need to be the best people. They could just be your, your, your choice people. Just the people you would choose. My choice, my personal choice in life, uh, People's Choice Awards. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> Nelson Mandela. Uh, you know, rest in peace. AKA James Avery of Fresh Prince uh-huh. Bel Air. Ryan Holmes and my mom. <laughs> Uh-huh. Those are my people's choice awards. <laughs> That's such a weird list. <laughs> it is. It, it is a weird list, but uh, probably number one in that list is, is Philip Banks. Come on. The weirdest you know? part is that you called him Philip Banks, whereas everyone ever has always called him Uncle Phil. <laughs> That's right. That's true. He, he was the first documented black Republican in the United States. Oh, you know, he's a Republican? 
Yes, he was. He was. I got you. He was. He was. He was. Oh, oh wait. You mean the character? Yeah, his character. His character. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cross your dream, but he was one of the few <laughs> in the crowd, the Black Republicans. <laughs> well, I remember Carlton was very. Carlton was the Alex P. Keaton of Fresh Prince. <laughs> he was. He was. But who are your People's Choice Awards winners? Um, Amanda Bynes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Ooh. Uh, um, Tom Fogarty, which, where the hell is he, by the way? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, John... John Murphy, John Genn, John Savage, Jonathan Jackson, John DiStefano, John, John yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, basically every Jonathan. I, I don't think I'm forgetting any, though. I think I named them all, huh? Oh, you just... <laughs> I nominate Tom Fogarty. I've got Tom Fogarty. <laughs> and John Weeks, of course. Uh, Tom thank Fogarty you, said thank he's you, call- sir. Thank you. <laughs> Tom Fogarty said he's calling now, uh, so we'll Jennifer keep an Lawrence eye out for this. Jennifer Lawrence should be in there. Don't you think Who? Jennifer Lawrence has been all over E! News or Entertainment News. She should probably win that. You think that uh, people are going to get sick of her soon? I'm already sick of her. But, yeah, me too. Uh, I, I think people are still in love with her for some reason. Yeah, well... Got a nice caboose. So, uh, do you know what time it is? Oh my God, it's a hot mess award for Tom Ford. Oh, the mess, you. Oh, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Please love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. There she comes, I think we're alone now. Oh my God! Do you hear all those dogs barking? <laughs> <laughs> no, are there dogs barking? Sarah, Sarah Bareilles was just screeching that damn fucking annoying song of hers, "Brave," on the People's Choice Awards. I want to hear you <laughs> oh say God, I think I'd almost rather hear. Katy Perry? fucking Eye of the Tiger song by Kate Hole Perry. <laughs> <laughs> My God, is that song annoying. And I can't even remember what fucking commercial it's used for now. Some big-ass commercial that we see all the time has that Brave song in it. Yeah, I don't remember what that is either. I know it, it has people and a white background, though. Oh, no, yeah, that's, uh, some... that's Microsoft Tablets, right? The Tablets commercial. Probably. It's something. She just screeches at the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fogarty, what's going on with you, man? Not much. Not much. Just a whole lot of TV on tonight trying to keep up with it. I'm channel surfing like a motherfucker. I was going to say, this is the first Wednesday that you don't got the Mariska on uh, during the show. She is on. Oh, but you're talking about people's choice. Oh, yeah, no, 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 but I'm saying we're going back and forth, but, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm I'm gotcha. I'm DV I'm DVRing Mariska and American Horror Story. Ooh. Yeah, because it's the Stevie Nicks one. <laughs> I was I was telling Weeks that uh that you went to you went to bed early on Saturday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and your point? Just that, and your you know, point? Your point is like maybe you're uh you know you maybe maybe you're you're not as wild as as you once were. No, my damn road trips and Miss Daisy caught up with me. Shit. Oh. <laughs> that makes up. sense. Traveling yeah. always exhausts the shit out of me. I can't traveling, especially if you're driving. That's just crazy. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like well, like uh, it's like a polar vortex. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve vortex. Speaking of polar. Who have you got for us for the Hot Mess Awards tonight? Well, speaking of bipolar, how about Dennis Rodman? Ooh, <laughs> what a jackhole. Singing happy birthday like he's Marilyn fucking Monroe to Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I mean, Kim Jong-un even, like, hit his, like, little sidekick and went, this fuck is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I haven't seen this clip yet. This was a CNN interview? No, no, no. This is him today, just today. The, the oh. CNN interview was yesterday. This is him today over there with his little, you know, his little basketball buddies, and they're doing their little thing. But it's in honoring of, of Kim Jong-un's birthday today. Oh, so Dennis fucking Rodman is singing, Happy Birthday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaky. So awkward. Freaky. Yeah. <laughs> is he at least in yeah. drag? Well, isn't he always? <laughs> <laughs> and who is your second hot mess, sire? My second hot mess has got to be the duo that is known as Tori and Dean. Mm. Have you been following any of this crap? No, now they've, no. Actually, now they've actually made the cover of Us Weekly this week. Apparently, this chick named Emily Goodhand, you can't make this shit up, Emily <laughs> Goodhand has been having a torrid affair with Tori's married husband, Dean. And Dean, when caught in this whole thing, said, well, his, his marriage is a sexless marriage, and he's a sex addict, and this isn't the first time, and he needs it a whole lot, and yada, 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 yada. I mean, if it's so fucking sexless, why doesn't he just, you know, slip off into the bathroom and good hand his own damn self? <laughs> damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just grab that bull by the horn <laughs> and do whatever you need to do with it. Take some initiative, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and who's your third well, and the, and the, and the co- But the cover story of us is saying that, that Tori, now that she's caught him, has made him give her his cell phone and all this crap. Excuse me. It's like no damn buddies wearing the pants in that family. Not even those 19 kids they have together. <laughs> I mean, doesn't she just keep having one like every eight months? I mean, yes. her cycle is all off. <laughs> 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 well, 
Well, and my it makes last sense one, if he's a sex, a sex addict that she keeps popping him out. I guess so. Shit. And my last one, and this is one of those both, you know, it's like it's a good hot mess and it's a bad hot mess. It's a bad mm-hmm. hot mess because she went there, but it's a good hot mess because she went there. Meryl Streep apparently last night at the National Board of Reviews Awards Dinner was asked to present the award to Emma Thompson. And I guess they have a friendship that goes back. I don't know how or why because I can't think of a movie they've been in together. But, mm-hmm. so you know, such a close friendship that she wrote a poem for her and just went on giving her all these, like, accolades and really lauding her. And then she got to the reason why she was winning it, and it was for that Saving Mr. Banks mm-hmm. uh-huh. Disney film, you know, the Mary Poppins yeah. Oh, yeah. Story. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so Meryl launches into a little tirade about Walt Disney being a sexist and an anti-Semite. Ooh. Wow. And giving chapter and verse and stating reasons why. You know, right, right up to reading a letter that was sent to... I guess in 1938, this young woman thought she'd apply for a job as a cartoonist there, and I guess, you know, thought she had some skills, and received a letter back saying that, uh, no, dear little lady, that uh, only men get to, only young men get to do those jobs, that women aren't doing anything artistic when it comes to cartooning. They're not allowed. And, And I guess he not only started, but was part of, an anti-Semitic industry group, oh, yeah. therefore not letting, like, Jews have jobs and shit. Ooh. So, yeah, so little Miss Merrill just decided to, as she was giving the award to Emma Thompson, rip Walt a new one. So I don't guess she'll be playing him in the next documentary that she does. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, uh, I think she was in the running to play Walt Disney, you know, because that's about the only thing she hasn't done. <laughs> that's true, yeah. He's, uh, no, yeah, no. I was reading, <laughs> I was reading that some Wikipedia stuff, and you know how reliable that is, but yeah, it talked all about him being a, a Nazi sympathizer and how yeah. he had meetings with the Nazis and shit like that. Anyway, fuck Walt Disney. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, so so Walt spinning in his uh, hyperbolic chamber or whatever the hell. <laughs> Isn't he the first one that did that when he died of cancer? Yeah, Isn't I think he was. The first one that did yeah. that like, whole cryogenic thing, and he's like on fucking ice waiting for the cure so they can bring his ass back. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little Nazi-esque when you think about it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, They'll be very is, displeased yeah. to see that uh, yeah, there's Jews all around. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, yep. Let's uh, let's lube up and jack off, shall we? Let's get the strip uh, off. <laughs> yeah. All right. I gotta use some and other butter, butter on my chapped hand. I gotta use some. Milk. What kind of what kind of duck butter? Some other butter. Butter butter. <laughs> you know, the and stuff Coulter. the farmers put on their hands. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> Ann Coulter dishes. appeared on Sean Hannity's Fox News show. 
and insisted Melissa Harris Perry was NSNBC's token African-American. Harris Perry then called Coulter the world's token cunt. Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just may be. According to the National Bureau of Economic Research, now follow this because I know it gets kind of tricky when you start dealing with percentages, but 20% of tax on sugar could cut Americans' total caloric intake by 18%, reduce sugar consumption by 16%, and decrease the happiness of Republicans by 100%. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Egypt's King Tutankhamun, I think it's King Tut, was involved in an unusual way, including having his penis mummified at a 90-degree angle in an effort to combat a religious revolution. Necrophiliacs everywhere rushed to get a taste of that sweet, stiff, ancient Egyptian cock. <laughs> Don't you mean Coke? That's true. Coke. I'm sorry. Coke. Coke, since you called him Tutankhamun. <laughs> King Tutankhamun and his Coke. <laughs> we see that to explain that one to me later. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Republican strategist Bob Brad Dayspring criticized Kentucky Senate candidate Allison Grimes for shooting a rifle without safety gear. But now Dayspring tweeted a similar picture of himself, shooting without the safety gear on or nothing, Jesus. I've heard about shooting yourself in the foot, but come on now. (laughs) 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 Jennifer Lawrence said that she fell at last year's Oscars because she was thinking about cake. I fell over King Tut's tomb because I was tripping over his cock. (laughs) (laughs) On <laughs> 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 <Or> his coke. <laughs> 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 uh, Rush oh, Limbaugh made headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Limbaugh made headlines Monday when he called the polar vortex of dangerously cold conditions sweeping across the Midwest a hoax. Well, where the hell is he? This is right now, you fat fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hot fuck? <laughs> oh, Lord. The White House is now moving on from debt hysteria and moving right into whatever the fucking next colossal shit show is. They may as well just be opening a fucking department store. (laughs) (laughs) Bob Costas says he won't avoid covering the gay issue at the Russian Olympics. In fact, he said yesterday his co-announcer will be Catholic. Oh, God. (laughs) And will that person ever come out from under the desk? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to try that joke differently because I wasn't sure which would work better but let let me weeks I'm gonna nothing against what you just did because it was brilliant but let me try it differently if with your permission sure of course go right ahead sir Bob Costas says he won't avoid covering the gay issue at the Russian Olympics 
In fact, he said yesterday his co-announcer will be Asian. Candace Cameron Bure. Asian? No, they're European. <laughs> Even the Mongolian ones? <laughs> uh, we got to ask Adam Dornbush about that. It's amazing. Candace Cameron Bure was discussing being submissive to her husband when she said, it is very difficult to have two heads of authority, she told Huffington Post Live. It doesn't work in a military. It doesn't work. I mean, you have one president. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you only have one brain cell, said President Obama. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, boo ray, boo ray. <laughs> sleep number on Tuesday. Sleep number on Tuesday unveiled the X12, a mattress that not only has built-in sensors that track how well you and your partner sleep, but also can respond to voice commands, do something about your partner's awful snoring, and give you a massage. Now, if it could just fucking jerk me off, too. (laughs) (laughs) The Daily Astoria newspaper in Astoria, Oregon, reports Seaside police arrest Ryan Benson, 40, and Erica Manley, 37, after they allegedly left an envelope containing methamphetamine as a tip for their waitress at the Twisted Fish Steakhouse. The couple could not be reached for comment as they were too busy frantically cleaning up their jail cells and every other jail cell in the prison. Twisted <laughs> <laughs> Fish Steakhouse. That's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> none, none of that goes together. Nope. And it certainly shouldn't be on a plate. <laughs> Speaking of things that don't go together, McDonald's in Japan has released cheese fries where the squiggly cheese comes out of a packet. This is said, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Jelly is a new free question and answer app. The app allows you to ask friends and friends of friends questions. You connect Jelly with your Facebook or Twitter account or both, and then you take a photo and ask a related question. Now, I don't know about you guys, but something about connecting my Jelly with my Facebook just sounds wrong. (laughs) <laughs> yep. <laughs> Clever girl. Zombie, a Zambian police. A Zambian. A Zambian police. Zambian police have arrested and charged an opposition leader with defamation after he compared the Zambian president to Fredo. Unlike here where the vice president gets to keep his job, even after misspelling potato. Uh, and mispronouncing Zombian. <laughs> zombie. I like Zombian more. <laughs> we should call it Zombia. That's a zombie on Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a cologne out of it. Zombian essence. I think we should pitch that to the to the company. That's a, that's a whole new ad campaign. <laughs> it'd be a good it'd be a good you know uh, 
true blood tie-in kind of thing. That's right. I like it. I like that idea. <laughs> or Walking you, Dead. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Israel is now offering free abortions to ladies ages 20 to 23, and Paris Hilton just signed up for birthright. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sit ice there, Shmoiny Boiny. <laughs> After finding a man accused of rape not guilty, a judge in India said, When a blonde woman, educated, and often foreign woman, subjects herself to sexual intercourse, she does so at her own peril. And Mariska Hagerte has already left the crib. <laughs> the judge has declared premarital sex immoral and against every religion and added that no educated woman should have sex believing that her partner will marry her. Then how can people get famous? asked Kim Kardashian. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kardashian. Yeah. I bet Kim uses jelly on her Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Or Twisted Fish A Taiwanese man man suffered 60 hours at rough seas without being able to swim. It turns out he was trying to swim to Thailand, as he was trying to get to Somalia. (laughs) (laughs) An unemployed French man landed a job after plastering his CV on a billboard. Incidentally, this is how Glenn Beck got his first job. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Siri gets all sassy when you ask her about the movie Her. Much as John Weeks' old sex doll, Sally, would get pissed when he fell for the newer, sleeker model. Helena. Ooh, Helena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Helena the Shamalia doll. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Helena's a chicken. She's, She's got a little something extra under the hood. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Me no likey. <laughs> Comedian... Sashir Zamata became SNL's first black female cast member since Maya Rudolph. Melissa Harris Perry has already started drafting her apology. (laughs) It was announced this week that the 2015 Corvette Stingray will be equipped with a camera that makes drivers feel like they're in the middle of a video game. So far, test drivers have found all the damn Goombas very distracting. No! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. That's just wrong. <laughs> On Monday, flat screen television manufacturer Vizio revealed a six foot high, nine foot wide Ultra HD TV. Vizio said this TV is so big. That when your mother sits around the house, well, your mother is fat. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, when your mother walks in the front door, the floor says, sit down. Take a load <laughs> off me. <laughs> 
a larger 12.9-inch iPad may be released this year. Do we want them smaller, bigger? Make up your damn mind. I can't keep track. There's the mini, there's the air, there's now the super iPad. Next thing you know, it would be the computer. I'll be bringing my computer to tell the train to read my magazines. <laughs> wow. It'll be maxi pad sized. <laughs> A new smart toothbrush can actually tell you how clean your teeth are, except if you're John Weeks. You need an industrial sized smart brush for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, son. <laughs> I just read them. <laughs> Zeke Weeks' new Chrome web app, Millennials Be Gone, replaces the word millennials with more on target, pesky whippersnappers. Shout out for me and my cousin Zeke to all the dames and bras and scalawags. <laughs> <laughs> In the wake of a massive consumer data breach, the photo messaging app Snapchat hired its first Washington lobbyist last week. Rather than work on security measures, the Washington lobbyists have just been snapping each other cock shots. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Lord. This was a good video. I did see this yesterday. Michael Bay bombed his speech at a Samsung press conference on Monday. The last time I saw Michael bomb, Michael Bay, does that, oh, fuck. The whole thing's a bomb. <laughs> the last time I saw a Michael Bay disaster that big was when that Transformers Dark Side of the Moon or whatever the hell that piece of shit was called tank. <laughs> Damn, Michael Baybaum. <laughs> There's a new smart baby onesie that will monitor a baby's activity level, skin temperature, and body position. Ooh, it moved, said Jerry Sandusky from the grave. T Mobile CEO. John Legere got thrown out of an AT&T party in Vegas Monday after he crashed it. Turns out the T-Mobile CEO was screaming, but nobody could tell what the hell he was saying because the T-Mobile mogul at the AT&T party was using Verizon. (laughs) 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 It only been worse if he was using Vios. (laughs) Waka waka. Sears Sears went on the defensive after thestreet.com spread viral photos of Sears stores with sloppy displays, dirty clothes, and crap all over the floor. Right. Because when I think of Sears, I think classy. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's said this week it is committed to buying sustainable beef the reason it's sustainable is because you can leave it on your windowsill, come back 15 years later, and it will look and taste exactly the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there's some of those, like, frozen dessert things on a stick that you can literally stick in a cup, and it'll mean it doesn't, they don't melt. So oh. I don't know what the fuck they are. Mm. Taste neat. 
but they won't melt. <laughs> it's scary. On January 2nd, on January 2nd, Teresa Courier ordered a big bacon cheeseburger at Smash Burger in Bethesda, Maryland, and with it, she ordered a fuck ton of mayo. That reminds me of the time that I ordered a cock-sucking ass load of that fucking animal sauce from In-N-Out Burger. (laughs) (laughs) Harvard economists made an embarrassing error in one of their publications by printing 2013 instead of 2014. See, man, I knew I was right to go to Gateway Community Technical College. You're right, man. You're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Flomo. According to a Courier News and Home News Tribute report published this week, 99% of police brutality complaints go uninvestigated in central New Jersey. The reason they're not looked into? The investigators would have to spend time in New Jersey. Gosh! Hey! Hey! Paging Governor Chris! Paging Governor Chris! (laughs) Clean up on aisle three! (laughs) Former Florida state lawmaker Paige Kriegel on Tuesday, yeah, it was just yesterday, said we'll run in this year's Republican primary against Republican Trey Reddell who busted last fall for cocaine possession. When he found out, Riddell said, What? Huh? What? Damn it. What? Upon it? Huh? What? Shit. What? <laughs> Brilliant. Jay Carney has a beard now, everybody. So does his neighbor, Ralph Cramden. <laughs> Rachel Maddow refused to read a letter from the Koch brothers' attorney on the air this week by saying, I do not take requests. Oddly, she closed out that night's show with Freebird. I'm the freest bird now. Now, aren't they the Koch brothers? See, you're you're very consistent, Weeks. (laughs) They're they're the Koch brothers. (laughs) <laughs> you asked me to explain it And there it goes <laughs> yeah. Weeks, what kind of Republican are you? You don't know who the Koch brothers are I I, 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 I don't know oh. <laughs> what, what, what I guess a, Wait a minute what's a, fairly, a, really a fairly moderate one <laughs> see, see, that only helps me That's right, Tommy boy, that's right <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sarah Jessica Parker hinted at a Sex in the City reunion in the latest issue of InStyle magazine. God damn it, said men everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> On Monday, Jenny McCarthy debuted her brand new Bob hairstyle. However, her fucking annoying personality will remain painfully the same. Man. Former Smith singer and vegetarian Morrissey said, I see no difference between eating animals and pedophilia. Thank Christ, said Catholic priests. 
When they were getting to know each other, Drew Barrymore made her husband watch her films. This was a couple's form of BDS. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Madonna posted a picture of her son and his friends with a liquor bottle on Instagram. After 1,300 people criticized the photo, Madge responded by saying, no one was drinking. We were just having fun. Calm down and get a sense of humor. Uh, Excuse me, but Madonna, maybe if you don't want people to think your underage son is drinking, you shouldn't post fucking pictures of him drinking, asswipe. (laughs) Actor Evan Peters reportedly proposed to longtime girlfriend Emma Roberts with a gold and pink ring over the holidays. Emma said yes and proceeded to beat the shit out of him. Holla! (laughs) Now she beat Peters? Why beat Peters? That's what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Who? Emma B. Peters. Emma B. B. Peters? Peters. Yeah, Emma B. Peters. <laughs> Why is Minnelli told Matthew McConaughey that if he loses the Oscar for the Dallas Buyers Club, she'll give him hers? She can no longer offer her mind as she gave that to Bernadette Peters years ago. <laughs> Amy Poehler and Tina Fey have updated their Golden Globes drinking game for when they host this Sunday. This is odd, as the ceremonies those two hosts are the only Golden Globes you don't have to be completely wasted for. (laughs) (laughs) Are we really down to the last one? Jesus, I think I've had a birthday since this started. This this is the longest jack-off ever. I just, we're, we have got some stamina. Well, maybe we, we, I'll tell you. know you. why? It's because I'm I'll using that you. numbing dick cream from that numbing cock mist from AdamEve.com <laughs> that you can get if you go to BlazerEyeRadio.com and click on the banner. I'm a year older since this started. <laughs> <laughs> a gossip report. A gossip report from London's Daily Mail published on January 4th alleged that Shia LaBeouf had upset his co-stars, Brad Pitt among them, on the set of the movie Fury by refusing to shower in an effort to better understand the mindset of his character, a soldier in World War II. Shia based his character on World War II veteran, John Hanks. <laughs> Thank you, Shia. Thank you, Shia. See, that's what real soldiers do. Showers. Soldiers don't shower? What is this? That's nonsense. Soldiers don't shower? Oh, my shower. God. Damn, Gina. He will chef a sire. Thank See you later, Shia. See you later, Wizard. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Good night, Wizard. Woo. Bless you. Good kid, good kid. I think he's still there. Okay, he's he's gone. All right, now now weeks. Yeah. Uh, what I liked about that jack off 
mm-hmm. was that Fogarty actually started heckling you. <laughs> he totally did. Like it wasn't yeah, even it, it wasn't even his like um inadvertent sabotage anymore. This was like straight up like intentional heckling. This was. This was like straight up try to screw you up, heckling in your face. With the finger in the face, yes. This was straight up heckling. I, I liked it. I actually think it brought a different dimension to the joke off. I think so. And at one point, he heckled you, and then you started telling the joke, and he couldn't stop. Like, he was laughing at you, and you could tell it was very <laughs> condescending laughter. I thought so. I thought so, too. I thought so, too. But it's necessary. You know, we need – it's good for the show, and uh, I think it's very funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I had no idea that that jack-off was going to last so long. I, I just, you know, I, no, we I put that it. together. I like and... it. It should last that long. I liked it. I, I thought we didn't have enough jokes before. I would put another page of jokes. <laughs> we, well, we, you know, we need that cock mist. That's right. That's right. We need to numb it. Numb it down there so we can, can go on and keep the show on the road. <laughs> um. <laughs> The, the you know Tanya Tanya Harding is like uh, I saw her on Extra or something today and the the guy was like online haters are trying to bash her for her weight now first off nobody should ever in a serious report say online haters who bash her no no one should say <laughs> bash her about Tanya Harding first off right right I agree second of I agree that makes no sense. <laughs> Secondly, uh, it, it says, oh, over the years, she's just been trying to please everyone else and not herself. But, John Weeks, I mean, I can think of one person she was actively trying to displease. <laughs> yes. Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. <laughs> like, where the hell is it? And Tanya Harding, she looks terrible. She looks like, um, she looks kind of like Terry Gar. uh, Mixed with John Goodman's Linda Tripp from <laughs> SNL. No, I, I agree. I agree. She's, she's, a, uh, she's a bit like if John Goodman and Roseanne Barr had a child. Wait, weren't, weren't they married for a while? They were. I don't know if they had a child, actually. It may have been Tanya Harding. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking of Tom Arnold. Um, so, uh, have you, have you, are you on the Twitter? I am not on the Twitter, unfortunately. No, I've got to get tweeting. I, I, I don't do anything bird related anymore, so it's, <laughs> I've been staying away from Twitter. Well, you know that, um, uh, Twitter, uh, you know, there were, there was a, uh, you can retweet tweets that other people tweet. So like law and order SVU's Twitter handle said, Earlier tonight, retweet if you believe Benson. She needs our help tonight. Now I don't know when when Twitter turned into Choose Your Own Adventure, and I don't know when SVU turned into Peter Pan. You know, laugh to get Tinkerbell living or whatever. I feel like it's oh, you got to retweet to for for Benson to not get raped. I mean, it's a bit it's a bit odd to me. It's not a game, right? When it's this serious material. Yeah, it's not a game, and uh, no TV show should be like that, unless you're John Walsh with that that show, you know, where he's actually doing some great things. I forgot what that show was called, but yeah. America's Most Wanted? Yes, America's Most Wanted. 
yeah, that would make sense, but not not law and order. I mean, that makes no sense. <laughs> oh boy, um, you know, I had this uh, experience. We we saw um, Inside Lewin Davis the other night. Do you uh, have you seen that? I've heard of it. No, I haven't seen it. No. Oh, okay. Well, it's very good, and um, Friedman and I went to see it, and. I was telling Sean Broyles this the other night, so the story has kind of lost some pizzazz for me, but I really needed to tell you because uh, the initial intention was to tell you, and then I feel like, in a way, I kind of cheated on our storytelling moment by oh, telling him first. How could you? How could you? <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. So <laughs> right, um, we're sitting there in the movie theater at Union Square, and the the previews have started, and this old woman up house center like at the back very back of the theater at the top of the hill there she is at the helm of the ship she's the she is the captain kirk she's the kate mulgrew if you will and she yells out excuse me is there an usher here a man is hassling me up here is there an usher here And Friedman and I just turned to each other like, what is going on? And so everyone is just staring back at this fucking lady. And then the, this, the guy next to her is this tremendously overweight man. I don't know what he was doing because you never saw them speak to each other. But the husband's reaction, the woman's husband, he gets up to go get an usher. So he leaves her there with the, the harasser. And I turned to Friday and said, did the husband just leave her there with her? And Friedman goes, series of bad decisions. Yeah. Friedman goes, he just left her. And, uh, and then, like, the, they come back with an usher, and the usher, like, talks to the big fat guy. And uh, then they go down, and nobody does anything for, like, a half hour. And then in the middle of the movie, this other lady goes, that's it, I'm leaving. And she gets up and starts walking away. And then the husband guy goes, you're leaving? And then she goes and stands to the left of the seats, and then the big fat guy keeps looking down and shrugging his shoulders. Meanwhile, there's the the crazy lady and the harasser guy are still next to each other the whole time. And then at some point he goes down to join what I guess was maybe his wife or something down, you know, off to the side, and then they wind up sitting uh, in the front. So they went from being in the very back row getting screamed about and now they're in the like one of the very front rows and then to top it all off about an hour and 15 minutes into the movie maybe an hour and a half and almost over the the old lady and her husband leave they leave the theater they don't even finish oh the movie. my god oh god we walk out of there and friedman goes what was going on in there <laughs> what do you what do you think happened there I think I think there was a serious a domestic issue between the husband and wife, the lady who said that she was being harassed. I don't think she was actually being harassed by the large man. I think um, her husband was harassing her, and uh, the large man was, was uh, telling him to stop. And uh, I think he was getting in the way. I think the large man was more of the hero in that whole <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think he, I think he was trying to stop whatever was going on. <laughs> the large man hero saves the day. That's what I, that's what I really think. You know, uh, 
he's, he's probably, he's so, by the description you gave me, he's so large that I don't think he's capable of harassing anyone. So, <laughs> I think that uh, the, the finger was pointed at him, but in reality, it's just the husband and wife who had this. They left a half an hour early. That tells me that their problem was not with maybe the large man, but it was between each other or with the movie. And they were just causing a, a fiasco over there. And I would have been really pissed. I was surprised the New York audience didn't st- stomp them out. I mean, that's, you know, I've been to New York, and, uh, you know, I've gone to that Charlie Sheen show where the New York audience was absolutely brutal. They, they, uh, they, they got rid of the uh, presenter. They got rid of the person who was performing. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's pay all this money to see Charlie Sheen and then, just stampede him off the stage. That's exactly what happened, actually. No, you, that, that description is perfect, because even the women were running up on the stage not to hug or kiss him, but to bash his brains out. <laughs> to bash his face out? Yeah, his face. It was, it was so bad. It was like the women were, were being tackled by security guards because they wanted to get on stage because they were booing so loudly. They wanted to yell at him. <laughs> Well, everyone, remember that uh, couples that play together stay together. So go ahead, head over to BlazingRideRadio.com, click on Backstage up at the top, and you can get top sex toys for couples. Uh, John Weeks, you can get rabbit vibrators, nipple clamps, realistic dildos, penis rings, anal toys, kinky bondage. Um, Why is it called a rabbit vibrator, do you think? A rabbit? I, I guess rabbits are quick, and they 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 have a lot of sex. Rabbits, right? They 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 procreate really quickly. I thought. Oh yeah, something about fucking like bunnies. Yeah, we're fucking like it, rabbits. Isn't that like a saying? You screw them like rabbits. Yeah, it looks like this thing. The the one of these um rabbit uh, vibrators. It looks like it has the the main part and like a like the cock. And then like a butt plug portion in the back, so I think that maybe rabbit is when you have both of them. I don't know how rabbits relate to to double penetration, though. <laughs> I think I think we should go to a zoo and see what rabbits in the act. They may partake in the double penetration. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what it says in the description. Let this luxurious silicone rabbit vibe make your hot spots feel heavenly. Ride its reversible rotating shaft while inside. Undulating beads massage your inner walls. Active vibrations to deliver six levels of speed deep inside. Then rock your clit with the flexible pinpoint tickler's 10 intense functions. Shaft and tickler function independently for a totally customizable pleasure experience. <laughs> oh my gosh, this thing sounds like it can do uh, perform miracles by that description. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? It sounds like uh, it can vibrate the Grand Canyon. Sounds ridiculously <laughs> powerful. And since we talked about the numbing agents before, I just uh, searched numb on AdamEveToys.com. And here's the first thing that came up was 
comfortably numb deep throat spray. Oh. What do you think this is going to be? Oh, my God. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's for uh, oral, right? That 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 that, could, that must be pretty dangerous, right? Because you're numbing things. Isn't that like a, a form of pain? Uh, well, you know, actually, that might be kind of pleasurable. Uh, I, let's let's hear about this one. You think that numbing things are are causing it pain? Well, I mean, no, 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 no. Well, you know, uh, you know, this kind of like anesthesiology where you're numbing or you're reducing pain or you're preventing pain uh, in large quantities would be dangerous, but otherwise, it, no, yeah, because it, it's, it's kind of like um, throat, you know, medicine. When you have a sore throat, it numbs your, your throat. It's probably very similar and uh, probably better, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's really similar to that. So it says, <laughs> now deep throat like a pro. Just two to three sprays of this tasty spearmint-flavored formula numbs your mouth enough to let you go wild with longer and deeper fellatio. Turn his next blowjob into something and someone he'll never forget. A great gift idea. <laughs> and then there are reviews. I just realized there's reviews. Let's just read the first few reviews. Uh, this is uh, from January 31st, 2011. I only used two or three sprays and it worked well. Helped keep the gag reflex to a minimum and let me take him deeper. Also helps with mouth fatigue. My mouth did not get tired even after an hour and a half. It was not sore like it usually is. Very nice taste as well. Jesus Christ. She was sucking his cock for an hour and a half. Oh my God! That is just. That, who is this woman? What's her number? <laughs> and by the way, sorry, I should have said sucking his or her cock. Oh, that's Apologies. true. That's true. That's true. And then uh, the next review says, "Wow, this is awesome." And it says, "Okay, I have never been too good at the whole deep throat game, but with this spray, my other half never knew what hit him. It took him by such a surprise and made the moment even more dynamic." The only downfall was my throat felt a little raw the next morning, but, hey, it was worth it. Give it a try if you're willing to step up for your man. All right, but fuck that one because that was all written with crazy grammar and shit. Um, and let's see. Okay, let's end it with this one. Um, way better than the mints. It's almost <laughs> instant numbing, and the noozle shoots it right to the back of your throat smiley face. The mints didn't work well for me because I can't keep my mouth off my man that long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's a great review. This is a great product. These are all great products, so make sure you go to blazingriderradio.com. Click on the banners for adamieve.com and click on the banners for dollarshapeclub.com. And then buy some stuff because you'll get discounts uh, and it's mad cheap. Um, Weeks, what's your uh, what's what's what do you think that dog that lives by itself, Mousy, is doing right now? Oh God, um, Mousy actually took a trip. She went on vacation. She went. She told me she went to Colorado. She scored herself some pot, and uh, now she's on her way uh, back to New York. Because the problem is Colorado doesn't have 
uh, White Castles. So she wants she wants to go to White Castle. She's got to drive all the way back. So her vacation has been called off shortly, but uh, you know that's what she's doing. She's high and stoned up with her uh, bitches and coming back to the East Coast to get some White Castle. What what are her bitches' names? Uh, Nadine, Beth Ann, <laughs> Cranberry, and methamphetamine. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You said Nadine and who? Cranberry? <laughs> Nadine, Beth Ann, Cranberry, and methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine somebody actually named their dog. Methamphetamine. <laughs> Methamphetamines, come here, get your dog food. Methamphetamines. Sit boy, methamphetamine. Methamphetamina. That would be the female one, methamphetamina. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Cranberries. Mousy is a sick uh, one, I'll tell you. Mousy is just having adventures after adventure after adventure. This is all while Corey is, is dead. Corey was a good friend of mine. Corey was a good friend of mine, and he died. You know? We will seek our revenge. This is not over. Mousy will pay the price for killing Corey. (laughs) What are you going to do to Mousy? Take her house away somehow. Some way. No dog should live like that better than any human being. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your favorite scene? It's my man with the bang, the bang, 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 bang. Okay. My favorite scene. And she's the bang, bang, the 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 bang, if you're an American, every day is is Independence Day. But you know, uh, you know, we we we, partic- we specifically pick July Fourth. But you know, I had to pick this film. So a man of mine, acting was was phenomenal. She played our best president, I think, to this up to this day, uh, as President Thomas Whitmore. Some would say it was Bill Pullman, but it, it was definitely a man of mine. But uh, uh, she she delivered a phenomenal speech right before the. It was, uh, you know, on the heels of destruction and annihilation of the human race by an alien race that was invading planet Earth. And uh, Bill Pullman, Preacher Man of Bagsman, the president, gives a speech, a rousing speech, to the, the leftover troops there to, uh, to prepare an aerial attack. And this is the, the speech. Good morning. In less than an hour... Aircraft from here will join others from around the world, and you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind. That word should have a new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's fate that today is 4th of July, and we will once again be fighting for our freedom not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our rights to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. 
Today we celebrate our Independence Day. Okay. <laughs> so that's my favorite team, Superman, 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 Superman. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so what's your favorite issue? Remember the main, 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 the the teenage girl, and they're at a horror flick. And Amanda Bynes is in a red jacket eating the popcorn at the movies. And then, like, the movie gets really scary. So uh, Amanda Bynes' date, the girl, gets scared. And then at some point, they, like, leave the movie theater and then go outside. And when they're outside, uh, a bunch of monsters comes and creeps up on them. And then all of a sudden, Amanda Baines' eyes turn yellow, and she turns into a monster too. And they all do a bunch of choreographed dance moves. And that's my favorite scene. And she's a man with Amanda Baines. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Yeah. Woo. John, we thank Woo. you so much for. I did not intend to go so long tonight. Thank you for sticking around, my friend. Oh, thank you. Not a problem, my friend. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, hey, I can think of no better way than of ending the show than by saying it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Uh, go record a podcast, everybody. Everybody should record something. Just a, all you need is a smartphone or a tablet or a computer. Just just talk. You know, record yourself talking with your friend, or maybe get your uh, get your aunt real high and then record her. You know, interview her, or maybe uh, you know. Uh, when your uncle is, uh, get your creepy uncle on. Everyone has stories. Everyone has uh, relationships with people that people want to hear. Uh, and, you know, you're all content generators. So I, I urge you to record a podcast and submit them to, to Blazing Rye Radio. Just uh, send over a, a tweet to Facebook message. Uh, is it tweet or twat? A uh, twat. I think it's twat. Yeah, send over your twat. Uh, all right, so... Um, what are you going to do that Barbie doll time week? You're going to roll her up like a joint, smoke her, take a road trip to Bel Air, and pay your respects to Uncle Philip Banks. <laughs> Again, not Uncle Phil. Uncle Philip Banks, you say. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Philip Banks. First, uh, He was the first ever Republican in history is what you said? <laughs> the first ever black Republican in all of history, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, sir.